On Rural Queensland today, it's Friday morning, the 23rd of June. Uh, Senator Susan McDonald joining us this morning. Senator, good morning and thank you for being with us on this Friday morning. Really appreciate your time. Ben, it is always great to talk to you and bring everybody up to date with what's happened in the last week. Uh, particularly when we've been in Parliament, it's been pretty crazy. It certainly has been. Uh, there's no two ways about that. But the critical mineral strategy fail. Um, while Labor will build a $75 million, uh, critical mil- minerals demonstration facility at Townsville by early 25, Senator, you, you've questioned the Federal Labor's commitment to critical minerals. And I, I think this is rightly so. They've reduced funding in the sector They've obviously jammed them very heavily on royalties and we actually don't know where they stand. Well, Ben, the the critical mineral space is all of the materials that are so critical uh, for the electrification of the network, Uh, whether it be electric cars, batteries, uh, as more and more uh, motor vehicles are connected to the grid, uh, it is important that the rest of the world, who is uh, moving so quickly towards this, and even Australia to some extent, has the critical minerals available to do this. Australia has enormous reserves, uh, including being the uh, having the third largest deposits of vanadium. Vanadium is a, a battery stock that's not talked about enough, but it is the one that will provide the baseload firming for the transmission network. Forget about electric cars and lithium and all of this. This is the one. But in order for Australia to be mining these things, and even more importantly, to be value-adding, to be making sure that Australia isn't just a big uh, pit, that we do get the smart jobs, we don't lose the skills to overseas, we have to understand we're in a competition. Yep. The US has invested over a trillion dollars in the um, Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA. They're pouring a huge amount of money into defence supply procurement and Australia has to be at the table. And we can only be at the table if we're sending clear messages to investors, come and operate here. And there's a few ways that you can do that. One is in good loans that allow them to set up um, set up operations here and under the coalition we gave $1.25 billion as a loan to our local resources for them to value add rare earths. Um, then uh, there was an, there's another $2 billion for critical minerals development, uh, again another fund and in addition to that we had uh, $200 million for an accelerator plan to allow those smaller operators to come to the table and get that startup capital to get going. Sure. Now, Labor has cut the $200 million, halved it in the first budget and gone again. They've left the $2 billion in place, so that's good. The critical mineral strategy, which was announced this week, no new minerals. I wrote to the Resources Minister saying there is other things that we have to put on this list. We have to prioritise things, Ben, like potash and phosphate. These are critical for food security. We discovered this during COVID that we have none of our own supplies despite having huge reserves. So there is a lot of work to be done in this space. Uh, A a company told me the other day they think the window is as short as 18 months to two years to be approving projects, to having them get started because there is such demand by 2030, 2040, the next very short period 
So why is there the why is there the reluctancy, Susan? Is it to appease the Greens? Is is that what it's about? Well, I don't understand then, because the Greens should be in support of this. This is this whole crazy rush to emissions reductions, despite Australia being such a great exporter of fossil fuels. Uh, because when Australia exports its fossil fuels, three things happen. One, we get great, well-paid jobs, huge taxes and royalties, and they pay for us to build schools and roads and hospitals. Uh, the second thing is that it keeps our region geopolitically very stable. It means that our, our um, customers don't have to go to Russia, to Iran, to uh, Oman to buy their gas and, and coal and other things. And it also means that we saw when there was big price spikes uh, recently that poor countries in Africa, developing nations, couldn't afford to buy the energy needs from places like Australia, but certainly from the world market. And they turned to dung and wood, higher emitting uh, energy sources, uh, better, worse uh, health outcomes for them. So when Australia is not a part of the world supply mix, yeah. Prices are up, emissions go up. So the Greens should get this. But I don't understand why Labor is being so flat-footed on it. I can only imagine that it's because they just don't get the, the economic setup. If you don't encourage critical minerals now, if we don't bring these investors to the table, Australia will miss out. Australians will miss out. We'll miss out on taxes and royalties. We'll miss out on well-paid jobs. Our high-skilled young people will go offshore to where the projects are. And Australia will be a lovely place to come and holiday, but we won't be the first world nation that we are now. This is really serious. It is a competition. Uh, we need to be at the table. Yeah, and, and rightly so. I, I agree 100%. Uh, Senator Susan McDonald joining us this morning. Now, the World Mining Congress, which is a first, um, will be in Brisbane, which is quite unbelievable. 3,000 delegates from 70 countries will be there. Now, this is critical um, that we actually are seen as at the forefront because the negativity, this is an opportunity to show that we are willing. Um, it'll be interesting to see who actually turns up there, Senator. It will be fascinating. There will be players from right around the world, uh, as well as our own Australian jurisdictions, uh, places like the Northwest Minerals Province, uh, terrific vanadium projects and, and other uh, minerals. They will all be there. It's like a big expo for uh, presenting Australia as a showcase. And it's so important that our neighbours, our AUKUS neighbours, our Five Eye allies, that they all see us as an important part of their supply chain a trusted and safe place to come and invest. Now, we will probably have protesters there next week. In South Australia, the, excuse me, the South Australian opposition and government, in a bipartisan way, passed legislation to say, if you come and protest, sure, knock yourself out. But if you block people getting to work, people getting to hospital, kids getting to school, we're going to come after you with enormous fines, yep. not this paltry slap oh over God. the wrist stuff to Queensland. Disgusting. Does. Exactly. Disgusting. Um, so I'll be watching that. We've yeah. got to. We've got to get serious. Yes. Um, can I? Can I just ask you quickly? And I know you're busy, and we really appreciate you giving me some time this morning. Uh, a Senate inquiry into uh, the Calvary Hospital in the ACT has been called by Senators Michaela Cash 
and Ann Rushton. Now, the Greens are backing the LNP called inquiry. Senator David Pocock abstained um, on the grounds the ACT government are having made the decision should be the ones to investigate. Uh, he referred matters to the ACT Chief Minister and Health Minister. Where are we at with this? Oh, well, this is so incredibly important. The ACT uh, legislature is, um, look, they're incredibly socialist. They are, um, they're spending money like there's no tomorrow on, on, you know, light trains. They're trying to take over the Calvary Hospital, which is uh, a, a very well-regarded health facility in Canberra. Uh, it has great confidence of its workforce who prefer to work there than in the public hospital. Uh, patients prefer to go there than to the public hospital. They provide a range of services. But to be clear, it's a Catholic-run facility. Uh, and so the, the ACT government has said, uh, despite you us giving you an 88-year lease some time ago and reconfirming that as a 75-year lease, I think it was in 2011, uh, they, and and uh, the organisation Calvary, having spent a huge amount on buildings and staff training and you know everything yep. else that you do, they've said we want it back. We want it back. And they're going to take this facility and they're going to con- they're going to run it as badly as they run their public hospital facility. The staff are terrified. They don't want to be under this new administration. Uh, the patients are going, well, we're going to have to go to Sydney, but this is all ideological because the ACT government doesn't believe in uh, religious institutions and it certainly doesn't believe in religious institutions that provide health or other um, services like this. It will creep. If we are not very careful, it will creep. It will creep into places like Brisbane uh, and other jurisdictions. So the the only way that we could see to pull this up was to have an inquiry, to shine a light on it, to allow the staff to say, no, this is a bad idea, to allow the patients to say, we don't want to go to Sydney, um, to to allow some metrics around the success and performance of the hospital so that you know we can understand exactly how a jurisdiction like the ACT can cancel are the operations of a successful and important hospital. This is something we should watch closely and uh, and I'm really proud of the work that Matt Canavan in particular has done to get this inquiry through the Senate uh, to negotiate because it's an important, a very important point in Australia's uh, you know future. Yeah, well said. Have a great day. Um, I'm taking a couple of weeks off, as I said at the start of the show. So uh, the great Andrew Watts will be uh, with you for the next couple of weeks. We really appreciate everything you do, Susan. Um, And uh, obviously a very busy time of the year. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Uh, We'll miss your voice for two weeks, Ben, but look forward to talking to you after that. Good on you. Senator Susan McDonald will take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland Today with Ben Dobbin. It's the 23rd, the 23rd of June on Rural Queensland Today.